On today's podcast, the logistics of shooting somebody in bed, casting actors as inanimate objects, managing Einstein, how John Lennon wrote bean puns, uh, should be a comma in the middle between those two things. Well, I'd probably talk about how John Lennon wrote bean puns as well as separately how John and Lennon wrote and bean puns. Uh, also, modern day hippies making things catchy and uh, lots of other crap. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Hello. I've always been a great believer in the dictum, throw a spanner in the works and see what happens when it jerks. Now, uh, that's just, obviously, that's just a rhyme. Uh, I've adjusted the I've adjusted the saying to make it more rhymular, to make it poetic in, uh, in format, wherever you, because that's how you, uh, that's how you drill things into people's heads. You make it rhymular, you make it catchy. Every musician since 1952 has known this. If you want to get someone, something into someone's head, first thing you do is form it into a rhyme. You say, Oh, let's. Uh, uh, John Lennon was good at this. He'd say, uh, "Oh, let's not have any war. Oh, what are we doing it for? Uh, this isn't the real John Lennon lyric, lyric uh, for legal reasons. This is just an example of what he might have written. Uh, oh, what are we at this war? Oh, what are we doing it for? Oh, how did we manage before? Oh, we started these wars. Oh." There's a fella with a gun. I hope he's not going to hurt anyone. And then he got shot dead. Got shot in the head. Poor bastard got shot in the head. Didn't deserve. John Lennon did not deserve to get shot in the head. Unless there's something I know don't know about him that um, make, changes that. Well, as far as I know, he was innocent until proven guilty. He was innocent of whatever it is that he, he might have deserved to be shot for until proven guilty. For Christ's sake, give the man a bit of justice. A bit of justice, uh, natural law and justice and all the rest of it. Uh, don't be going around saying someone deserves to get shot. Oh no, he would like to do this and say that fella should be shot in the head. He should be shot in the head uh, until he falls off his bed. Now there's a question for you. Well, it's not a question yet. I'll formulate it into a question. Uh, if you go up to someone and they're lying in bed and you shoot them, uh, there's a, uh, do you have to have them fall off the bed? Or is it okay to just have them shot and not have any discernible? If I was making a TV drama and I shot someone in bed, I'd be damn sure to Christ as hell that they were sleeping on the edge of it and they fell off. Because there's no point in just going up to someone and just going, shoot, uh, shoot, 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 shoot. Uh, you've risked uh, life in jail or possibly electrocution in the electric chair and yet this who you're shooting hasn't moved at all. That's not very satisfying for even either, either you, who admittedly are a fictional character in the TV drama, uh, or the viewer, or, or anyone at all. Anyone at all uh, who may uh, who may happen upon this. Uh, some alien hundreds of years from now looking at our TV transmissions that uh, have finally made it to some far-flung galaxy to look at this and say, oh, this is supposedly a weapon. Uh, but they shot it into that fella there. He didn't move. It seemed to have no 
effect on him whatsoever. He was lying there, not moving. Uh, your man shot him with this weapon several times, and he just continued to lie there, not moving. That's the most useless weapon I've ever seen, they'd say. And then they come down and teach us how to use their proper weapons. And then next thing you know, we'll have lasers, uh, things that make you jump up in the air when you're shot, uh, if you're not moving, and things that stop you moving if you are moving. A bit of, a bit of drama. What's the point in all this drama if it's not dramatic? Here's a, that's the, uh, just, it's like anything. Everything is like anything. Anyway, hello, and welcome to the show. Two cats walk into a bar. One of the cats goes straight up to the bar counter, and the man behind the bar says, Oh, wasn't expecting you here tonight. And the barman says, Me neither, me neither. It's an emergency. There's a, there's a two, uh, somethings walk into a bar story later in this episode that's already being made and it's not up to standard so this is an emergency two cats walk into a bar story we're back to basics back to the cats it's just uh, it all started with two cats walk into a bar uh, so back to when and out you go back to basics you go two cats walk into a bar uh, one of the cats goes up to the bar counter and says hello can I have a pint of your finest Guinness please and the man behind the bar says oh so that's what you're going to do now you're going to walk up to the bar and say can I have a pint of your finest Guinness please and the cat says indeed indeed that's what I'm going to do now uh, anyway can I have a pint of your finest Guinness please and the man behind the bar says certainly sir uh, would you like a would you like a pack of peanuts with that and the cat says certainly not by law that pint of Guinness should be full to the brim so there shouldn't be any room for any peanuts in it and the man behind the bar says no no I'm not proposing to inject them into the beverage and even if I did I'd just get a glass that's larger than a pint and make room for the nuts in the although now that you mention it there's an idea there's a possibility there there's uh, you could design a glass that's got uh, some sort of a metal rim around it that you can hook a little oh a little pot onto the side of and put your peanut snacks in there as a novelty and the cat says that's one of the most terrible ideas I've ever heard uh, but I don't want to discourage you from coming up with more ideas because that's how great ideas get made i'm sure one day einstein uh, was sitting there going oh i wonder what would happen if cats could uh oh if cats could uh fall backwards and something however i can't think of a proper example but what if einstein had come up with something stupid one day and someone had said that's a terrible idea never use your brain ever again for anything uh, that could have imagine what would how different the world would be now if someone had discouraged Einstein like that so I'm not going to discourage you and the barman says oh thank you very much I must say I appreciate and like your attitude and the cat says or catitude would, would that be what you call it and the barman says no 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 I know you're not a standard cat you're a humanoid talking cat but if I was going to apply characteristics to a normal domestic cat uh, I wouldn't apply one where they're being all positive and encouraging of somebody uh, no offence and the cat says oh none taken none taken none taken the vast majority of people who don't have cats are under the impression that they're selfish cunts or that we're selfish cunts rather and I understand oh I understand the stereotype 
And the barman says, oh, good, oh, good. Anyway, here's your Guinness. And the cat says, thanks. And the bar- barman says, you're very welcome. And the cat says, no, I was saying thanks, T-A-N-K-S. And the barman says, excuse me. And the cat says, you're excused. Anyway, I was thinking maybe you could have tanks of, uh, tanks of Guinness. Uh, tank, like tank, no, tank cards is what I'm thinking. Uh, maybe I abbreviated it wrongly to tanks, but tank cards, like in the old days, uh, you used to see, well, you didn't used to see because you weren't around in the 16th or 17th century England and Ireland when they used to drink beer out of tank cards. Basically, a big jug type thing, a big huge glass with a handle on it, rather than those uh, those pussy type stupid straight uh, point glasses they have today. And maybe just there's an idea for you, bring back tank cards. And the barman says, as far as I'm aware, they never went away, as far as I'm concerned, because we never had them. If you never had something, how can it have gone away? And therefore, how can you bring it back? And the cat says, I think you're getting a bit too wrapped up in the in the linguistic logistics of this rather than the idea itself if you don't mind me saying so and the barman says why would I mind you saying so uh, why would I mind you saying something that I don't fucking understand no uh, oh, no I wouldn't prejudge something before I even understand it I just hope you're not saying uh, let's kill everybody in the world with shotguns because they'd have a problem with that unfortunately I don't know what you're saying yet and the cat says well maybe you never will and the great night has had by all and the cat says so that's pretty much the sort of cat story we're going to do today here to make up for the poor story that's later and the barman says okay okay uh, so are you going to reenact the cat story that you've just recited to me and the cat says no no we'll do a better one than that and the barman says okay I'm a bit tired though after listening to that story you did there it's almost as if I was in it and the cat says you are you are in it you're the fictional barman who appears in all of these cat stories so in the one that I just told you here in your fictional bar you were the barman in that too and the barman's head explodes and the cat says Christ we're going to have to get a new barman now and the great night is had by all Monkey nuts, that's what they call them. They call them big, steaming, shit-eating, piss-poiling, uh, monkey nut uh, examining, uh, well, I suppose self, uh, self-examination self is not something that's exclusive to us humans. If monkey nuts were alive, uh, which they must be at some point, because they grow, they grow, if they grow, they're alive. Uh, if they grow, if they grow, I think that grows is alive, unless it's a fucking gas or something that's growing, in which case it's probably causing someone to die. It's having the opposite effect uh, for gas. Uh, gas, as I understand it, fills t- and expands to t- to uh, occupy whatever space is available to it. Or is that water? No, uh, water spreads out. It doesn't expand. Water does not expand. It spreads out. It spreads out like a oh, like in the last scene of Breaking Bad when the cops are uh, when the cops are spreading out. Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I've just told you there's cops in Breaking Bad. There's cops. Uh, copular, I presume they are anyway, copular, uh, copular cops uh, going around copulating all over the place, is that what you call it? If you're going to call your, if you're going to co- be disrespectful enough to refer, refer to your ple- hard-working, life-risking police personnel by such vulgar slang as cops, you might as well go to whole hog and say they're copulating all over the place uh, by uh, referring to uh, police activities as copulation, you might as well go to whole hog, or else you can go 
the opposite. I stopped the calling them fucking cops and it's talk like an adult. You know, a 12 year old watching some movie. No, no, you're an adult watching a, oh, watching a sophisticated drama about, a, uh, about meth, uh, meth dealing, meth. Well, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to feed myself out there. Uh, the rest of that segment uh, isn't all that fantastic. You're not missing much, don't worry. It's an editorial decision. I'm editorial... No, I'm not editorialising. Editorialising is a different thing. In fact, editorialising was what I was doing in the previous segment. But that's not what I am cutting you out. No, no, it's not the fact that I was editor... I reserve the right to editorialise and see nothing wrong with it. Uh, it's just that the subject matter or the rest of that segment that you didn't hear uh was not up to scratch not up to standard as the standard is there uh, just at the top of this pink box full of stationery and wool uh then the uh this uh the preceding stuff that i cut out was down around the top of that white cabinet there uh, which in itself is not much of a cabinet it's a shitty uh flat back piece of crap from ikea or somewhere some piece of cheap shit uh but it does the job it does the job uh, not as much job involved in just sitting there and being full of stuff and in fact it doesn't do that job very well because the bottoms of the drawers are all ripped out uh, fortunately uh, if, you have a, if you have a chest of drawers with three drawers in it and the bottom of two of the drawers are ripped out you can just treat it all like one joint drawer and just chuck all the thing stuff in and it lands at the bottom of the bottom drawer and you just fill it up like a joint slidey out box or a drawer to put it another way or a uh, or a piece of a uh, piece of cat piss to put it another way, but not a very useful way because it doesn't mean anything. You can put everything to there's thousands of possibilities and conjugations that you can put things in. It doesn't really doesn't necessarily mean you should. You should stick to stuff that people are going to understand. So we won't call it a piece of cat piss because uh, that'll just cause confusion or lack of understanding or worse still, uh, misunderstanding that you don't know about. You might misunderstand it and never find out that you've misunderstood it and then you'll go around the rest of your life thinking I've got a piece of cat piss in my house in which I store stuff uh, not that that would affect your life in any way it would in fa- affect your impression of me it would affect your impression of me and if you ever do business with me or you ever have the opportunity to consider doing business with me uh, it'll probably lower oh, it'll probably lower my uh, whatever you call it my standing in your in the trade community uh, so to speak so to speak uh, so to what's that so to speak is that a thing so to can you sew stuff uh, so oh you could you could sew a beanstalk you could sew some beans and have them growing a beanstalk uh, in order to speak with a joint who lives up in the clouds, clouds but that's not really realistic that's for that's if you're a child you so to speak uh, but it's a good title for an episode of a podcast though, so we'll put it in now in the title She's field, so to speak. Here we go. Uh, what else was I going to say to you? Uh, what else? I was going to say something. I was going to say, ah, the usual crap. A usual crap. A usual pissity, 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 pissity crap. Not in a good way. No, no, in a bad way. In a ba- we're in a bad way here. We're here uh, talking about crap and piss and muck and dirt and filth and beanstalk. 
beanstalks and there you are going oh did you not even notice that the word beanstalks could be uh could be said as beans talk and that therefore if you say so to speak you just say so beans to make the beans talk and that's a great pun you say so the beans to make the beans talk and the beans will talk and that's your so to speak thing sorted out uh, well that's very clever of you uh, well done except you didn't come up with that I came up with that and I just said I know what you're thinking you're thinking this but you're not really you're not really I'm just patronising you by attributing these fine ideas to you and in fact it's me it's me I was just being modest uh, we could all learn a lot from that, you know. Uh, not, well, nothing of any use. Well, you could learn a lot. Uh, you don't find out whether something is of any use until the end of your life. If you're learning something when you're 22 years of age and you think, uh, what's the point in learning this? You won't know until you've got to the end of your life and you find out whether or not you've ever used it again, that knowledge through your life. You won't know till you're dead. So just gather up all the information you can because you never know. You'll never know until you go, uh, whether or not uh, it's a pile of stuff. Uh, that's uh, John Lennon. We're going down the John Lennon road again, aren't we? Except maybe a little less sophisticated because I'm not John Lennon. I'm very sorry, I'm not John Lennon. Uh, just as anyone who you ever see play John Lennon in a movie isn't John Lennon, and they're not even, uh, they're not even recreating John Lennon. Some writer has done it for them, and they've just memorized the words and acted them out uh, according to their acting skills. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Nothing wrong with being an actor it's a fine art it's just not the same as writing you can't claim credit for having recreated John Lennon if the writer writes it for you uh, not, that you not that I'm saying they do uh, take credit for that I'm just saying uh, call a spade a spade and call a shovel a shovel and call this uh, me shoveling myself into a hole with this crap this low standard uh, below the pink box uh, around the level of the top of this crap chest of level of crap. Support the Podcast Dual Arts at no cost to you just by sending Neil money. Visit IntoYourHead.com and click on the tip jar to make a once-off donation. IntoYourHead.com Remember, we value the opinions of you. The humble and ignorant listener. Email studio at intoyourhead.com. Studio at intoyourhead.com. Match the cats. Match the cats. Match the cats. Match the cats and stuff. Are you a cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at intoyourhead.com. There was a fish, uh, bug standard fish, bug standard fish, uh, probably a cod, I don't know, whatever was common at the time. Cod was common at one point, but I'm not sure if it's all that common anymore because they're always going on about the sea being short of cod and they replace they substitute cods with other things. They say, oh, there's not enough cods in this area. Uh, let's put in some, oh, let's put in some scampi or something, I don't know. And you look at the scampi, you look at the packet on the scampi and they agree.
ingredients, especially if you get the cheaper frozen scampi. It says uh, half of this is scampi, the rest is other fish, unnamed fish that we put into it. Uh, so presumably they guess the scampi while it's alive and they feed it with other fish. But it's not cannibalism if it's a different breed of fish than scampi, I suppose. Or else maybe they just, when they're making the scampi balls to put in the, uh, to put in the freezer bag, they just put a half scampi meat and half other fish meat. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I'm not familiar with the processes involved in manufacturing fish products. Uh, all I know is you look at the label on these things and it says, oh, contains at least 50% scampi and the rest is something else. Uh, surprised the EU doesn't make them call it scampi and something else. Because if anything else, if you make anything else in this frigging continent, you're expected to label it properly. They'll say, oh, that's uh, that's not a cash. You can't label that a cash because it's been uh, 10 per it's got 10% uh, tiger blood in it and you can't call a tiger a cat because for safety reasons uh, so on the label now you're going to have to call it something other than a cat and uh, they, they make the oh they bring it this that's what the EU parliament spend all day doing bringing rules and regulations uh, they say oh uh, let's make some more rules and regulations and we'll regulate everything so everything will be the same because you can't be having things different in this world everything needs to be the same nowadays you can't be having oh you can't be having some uh, some farmer uh, riding roughshod over the standards and saying oh I'm going to make my sheep slightly different than everyone else's and it'll be my unique selling point my USP as the as the business experts say I'll have a special kind of sheep that tastes less salty or something or it has uh, I don't know it has a bit of a bit of mint in it built in or something I don't know I'll do something with it anyway and an advertiser has uh, Wicklow meat uh, Wicklow sheep meat oh no the EU will come in and say you're doing your stuff wrong you have to make it the same as everyone else we want more con uh, we want proper uniformity especially in the sheep community if you go around making sheep different from other sheep uh, Europe is going to become a laughing stock you'll have other countries saying I'm not buying fucking meat from some uh, part of the world where they can't even have uniformity among their sheep uh, of course the sheep don't have a say in this at all the sheep are probably bursting uh, bursting trying uh, bursting with ambition trying to be different from each other uh, but no, you get a few of them get to be black and they say, oh, that's the black sheep of the herd. Ho, oh, oh, ho, isn't that great? I uh, wonder, does he go off and become a, uh, join the circus or something? He does not. He goes off and gets slaughtered like everyone else. Or if he's lucky, he gets to be a dairy sheep and they milk him for a, a sheep milk for people who are allergic to milk or something. Or they get him, uh, they keep him there to grow wool or something. Or both, I don't know. Probably gets slaughtered eventually though. Uh, it's just like everything uh, as I say as I said earlier everything is just like everything and sheep are no different in fact they're uh, even less different than anything else anyway two actors walk into a bar one of the actors goes straight up to the bar counter and says hello can I have a pint of your finest Guinness please and the other actor walks around to the back of the bar and says certainly sir a uh, pint of your finest Guinness coming up and the actor says oh thank you very much indeed uh, thank you very 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 much indeed and the producer shouts or the director whatever you call him shouts from behind the camera 
camera and oh improvising for this scene please we spent oh we spent three hours uh last week breaking up breaking this scene trying to get her right and getting the writers to work on it very carefully so please don't uh please don't make changes on this occasion if you don't mind thank you very much and the actor says oh sorry about that sorry about that we're trying to inject a bit of art and personality uh into the scene i'll just oh i'll just carry on being a sheep and do exactly what i'm told and just sit here like a piece of like a, a cardboard cutout uh who can talk and the uh, uh, director says oh that sounds like that'll work do you like be a cardboard well actually that's what we'll do we'll get a cardboard cutout so you can go home now we'll get a cardboard cutout instead and see how that goes and we'll uh oh, we'll get you to record a voiceover for it later and uh, uh oh the uh what you call it the what you call it says uh where do i come into this and the director says uh well you're just a bar counter you're an inanimate object uh in this program and the bar counter says oh uh, do i get uh do i get paid as a speaking actor or do i uh, or do or am i just considered an extra or am i considered even less than that or am i just a frigging prop and the director says to be perfectly honest i didn't realize we were getting in a human to play the bar counter i hope you got the budget for that uh but no no i suppose if you're a person we'll have to pay you union rates just like everyone else and the bar counter says oh that's great that's great thank you for at least sticking to the rules and the director says of course i stick to the rules uh, you're my fellow human beings uh, i stick to the rules and i treat you like proper human beings this isn't fucking mcdonald's or somewhere uh or is it no it's not it's a bar although i suppose we could have this in mcdonald's uh, well he couldn't he couldn't order a guinness then but would that affect the storyline in any major way i don't know i don't know uh, anyway uh, anyway it's easier anyway to get a uh, to get a bar that's vacant uh, in the daytime to film in uh, rather than a fast food outlet uh, anyway where are we where are oh yes get on with the scene shut the hell up and get on with the scene please and the actor says okay okay i thought i was supposed to go home and you replace me with a cardboard cutout and the director says i wasn't being serious about that you fucking idiot i was just Oh, it was just uh, giving you a bit a strict talking to. Didn't actually mean I was going to replace you with a cardboard cutout. I was just implying that I could. And uh, oh, the actor says, "Well, that's uh, that's destroyed my confidence now." And the director says, "Good, good. Maybe you'll shut up and stick to the script then, because uh, that's the desired outcome." And the actor says, not desired by me, desired by you. And, uh, oh, what's this now? Oh, that's just a thing on my phone. That's just a reminder. It's nothing to do with this. And the director says, will everyone please turn off their phones? And the actor says, I will not turn off my phone. Uh, it's more than my job's worth. And the director says, well, get out then and we'll replace you with a cardboard cutout. Really, this time. And the uh, actor says, how can you replace someone really with a cardboard? cutout a cardboard cutout is nothing no more real than a uh than that frigging bar counter there would be if it wasn't accidentally being played by a human being for some reason uh no offense and the bar counter says none taken and the uh, uh, director says okay we're wasting time here we're wasting time here and the uh, actor says well you just said that twice if that's not wasting time here i don't know what the 
hell else is director says it's my job to decide when time can and can't be wasted not yours now shut up and do what you're told and the uh, uh, writer says, no, not the writer, the freaking actor says, shut up, I do what I'm told. So, uh, well, I suppose the first thing to do then would be to shut up. And the second thing would be to do what I'm told. But I'm already doing what I'm told if I if I shut up. Uh, so saying and do what you're told is superfluous. And the director says, you haven't shut up, though. And the writer says, well, of course not. How can I speak if I shut up? And the director says, exactly, that's the point. Uh, and the great knight is had by... Oh, yes. And the uh, actor says, oh, a point, is it? That's my point. That's the, your point, is it? A point of your finest Guinness. Uh, here you go. Why don't you just have the barman give it directly to you and leave me out of it for place me with a cardboard fucking cutout? Uh, maybe we can sell it to Guinness as some sort of weird commercial or a product placement. And the director says, this is already a product placement that's being paid for, but you're wrecking it uh, by making a hames of the whole thing and making fun of the sponsor's product and the writer says oh sorry about that I didn't realise that uh, anyway and a great night is had by all or something whatever, whatever way you want to end it fade to black I don't know how do you uh, how do you end a uh, Oh, how do you end a bar story that's in a fictional bar with actors? I don't know. Probably not very well uh, if the actor's not very good and the director can't control them. Uh, but then who am I to say? I'm not in the acting industry. I don't know how these things work. I'm not a Hollywood. I'm not involved in Hollywood in any way whatsoever. I did almost go to Hollywood once and then I heard the Billy Joel song. I said, uh, say goodbye to Hollywood. Say goodbye, my baby. Say goodbye to Hollywood. Say goodbye, my baby. And then I thought, oh, uh, people seem to be trying to talk me out of this Hollywood. I was in Los Angeles or uh, in the vicinity thereof uh, for a mere couple of days. Had limited time. And everyone said, don't go to Hollywood. Don't be a fucking tourist. And I said, I am a fucking tourist. And they said, yes, but if you're going to be a tourist, and go, you might as well go somewhere proper. Not be going to Hollywood or Disneyland, go to, I don't know, go somewhere else. So we did go somewhere else. Uh, we went to Walmart. I'm still wearing a t-shirt I bought there. It's absolutely fucking fantastic. A long sleeve t-shirt of the type that a, a hippie kid would wear, whatever you modern day. The modern day equivalent of hippies are. I don't know. What's the modern day equivalent of a hippie? Uh, is it that thing that Mark Maron uh, gets accused of being? What's that thing? Ah, you know, the thing with the hair and the beard. Uh, what? Well, I forget what they're called. I don't know. Uh, probably not, because they're so. Oh, hipster. Is that a, a hipster the same as a hippie? Uh, probably not. It just uh, sounds a bit like. Uh, just because there's hippie. I knew a fella called hippie once now that I think about it. Or at least I think I did. I think I knew some. I knew somebody who knew somebody called Hippie. It wasn't his real name, uh, but then neither is Hippie a real title of these people. That's just slang. Although it's been round long enough now, it's probably officially in the dictionary. So anyway, Billy Joel goes, say goodbye to Hollywood. <laughs> say goodbye, my baby. Say goodbye, my baby. <laughs> say goodbye, my heart. I prefer it is one where he goes... 
I seen the lights go down on Broadway. I watched the something, something fall. A something, 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 something. But we went right on with the show. As parties about the time that New York went bankrupt almost in the 70s, he said, Christ, New York's going bankrupt, but I still like it, so fuck off with your crap. Uh, what else was I going to say to you? Oh, incidentally, hello, anyone living in the North New York, New Jersey area. I don't think I've ever referenced you before except that time when oh yes except that time when I'm flying home from Los Angeles I recorded myself urinating in the plane over uh, over New Jersey or Pennsylvania I forget which or thereabouts couldn't pinpoint the exact area I didn't have a navigation equipment with me all I had was the pilot's occasional announcements uh, but oh somewhere over the New Jersey area or the Philadelphia area I think it was New Jersey I went into the toilet on the plane and recorded myself pissing on my portable voice recorder uh, I uploaded it somewhere at some point and that was my tribute to the uh, to the people of New Jersey anyway good morning in to your-